Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Kylie Camps and welcome to the podcast. This space is dedicated entirely to making a difference in the lives of women. I believe we all have a right and a responsibility to truly live our best lives. It all begins with curiosity, changing our thinking and cultivating more self-love. Through thoughtful conversations and shared experiences, I really hope that you can take something away from this podcast. I'm a business owner, a speaker, a sleep consultant and mum of twin boys. I've also recently completed some training in the cognitive behavioural therapy space and I'm super, super passionate about the ability that we all have to really improve our days. And ultimately, when we take ownership of improving our days, we're really improving our whole life. So let's get stuck into today's episode. Welcome to today's podcast. This episode is a solo podcast where I will be talking you through some of my favorite books right now. I have recorded episodes in the past, so if you scroll back, you'll be able to find other episodes where I've shared books that I love as well because I am a complete book nerd. Ever since I was a little kid, I have loved, loved, loved to read and I am still exactly the same. My idea of a good time (laughs) is a book snuggled up somewhere really, really comfortable with a cup of tea. And yes, I am a 33-year-old nana for sure, but I always have been. I can remember going on long car trips with my family and just getting lost in books or even when we were away at different places. I have really vivid memories of being camping and just snuggling up in my tent with my book or on a balcony at the coast while everyone wanted to go for a surf and go for a play. I just wanted to read. And so I still have that love for books. I will say I have found it harder to focus on stories at the moment. I think that It takes a really, really great fiction book for me to be able to get lost in it. And I've just not come across any, any, I was gonna say brilliant ones, any books that have really grabbed me lately in that sense. So this episode, the books that I'm sharing, they are heavy on the self-development more side of things. And a lot of them, I have listened to the audio versions Um, instead of actually reading them, which I guess it feels more like a podcast when you do that. And I like it. I like it for the fact that, you know, I can listen whilst I'm cleaning, whilst I'm driving, when I'm walking and all of that sort of stuff. But I do still love, love, love just the practice of sitting down somewhere comfortable with a good book. And oddly enough, well, not oddly, I don't know. I was just going to say, I'm not someone who can read off a Kindle. Like I love a proper 
book. And so in this list as well, I have also shared some books that I love just having around the house that you can just pick up and dip into and you don't have to read cover to cover. I think that's nice as well, especially for busy mums and busy dads too. Now, before I dive into sharing this list with you, I wanted to take a moment to let you know today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at Nutra Organics. They are an amazing company with a really, really strong focus on holistic health and wellness. I've been fortunate enough to work with Nutra Organics for years now. I have been out to their new office and their factory, which is not too far from where I live, and they're all just such warm, welcoming people, and they really, really stand by their ethos. They're so invested in creating high quality products that not only taste great, but actually over deliver in the health space as well. And so I wanted to speak with you about Collagen Build in particular, because it is one that I am continually using. You know, when you spend money on a supplement that you want to actually hit the bottom of the tub, like you want to know that you're keeping up with using it and putting it into your body and reaping the rewards. And Collagen Build is a product that I consistently am like, oh, need to order more, need to order more. And I think that's just because it's such an easy product to use, but I also feel really good for using it. So what exactly is Collagen Build? Well, it's a really, really fine powder and it has bioactive collagen peptides um, that are formulated to naturally tone, repair and build lean muscle. On the front, it says it's the perfect post-workout partner. And I think it is. I think it's a great compliment to anyone who is living a really fit lifestyle and getting their workouts in. But I also think it's just a great product for those who aren't interested in the gym, for people that even have no interest at all in working out or lifting weights or that sort of thing. I mean, I'm a big fan of it. And I think that as women, we really should be taking part in some resistance training and weight training because we start to lose muscle mass and it's really good for us, but that's a whole other conversation. But even for people who are not interested in exercise, Collagen Build is still a brilliant product because it's a really easy, super, super easy and convenient way to get high quality collagen, high quality protein, and also magnesium into your diet. You don't have to shot this like a greens powder, um, which, you know, I think is nice. I think that's probably why I hit the bottom of the tub so often is it's easy. I just pop it into my tea or my coffee and it dissolves really, really well. Nutra Organics also have Collagen Beauty, which is a brilliant product too, but I find Collagen Build dissolves with more ease into my coffee. And I like that, especially now that one of my little boys, my boys are seven, one of my little boys is really into contributing in the way of making my coffee of a morning, which is gorgeous. So he just has to put a teaspoon of this in and it's not hard work at all for him to stir it in. So you mix it in to anything you like. As I said, coffee, tea, juice if you drink juice, smoothies, soups, 
or you could put it into your protein shake if you want. Um, and it will give you a good dose of protein, nearly 18 grams of protein, no carbs, no fat, no sugar. You can't taste it. You can't feel it. It focuses on building muscle strength and support, can aid muscle repair and recovery, and can support proper functioning of nerves and muscle tissue due to the magnesium. I am a massive advocate for magnesium. I think it's so important for us as women. It's really, really helpful with our energy and fatigue, and I think also just clarity as well. Collagen Build is also pregnancy, breastfeeding, and child-friendly for little ones who are over 12 months. So I pop this in the boys' smoothie as well. And you could definitely use this for everyone in the whole family. So collagen build to get your protein, your collagen, which is great for your skin elasticity, give you that nice glow, um, and also your magnesium. So that's Nutra Organics, spelt N-U-T-R-A Organics. If you head to their website and you use the code Kylie, all in capitals, you can get 15% off their entire range, which is a big saving. And it's the start of a new year. And I know for so many of us, health is a priority, especially with the year we've just had. So definitely check out Nutra Organics and Collagen Build. And that code again to save 15% is Kylie, all in capitals, K-Y-L-I-E. So with that said, and a big thank you to Nutra Organics for supporting the podcast again in 2021. I would love to chat with you about books that I am loving. Now, first and foremost, I absolutely must share this book as the number one book because I don't think I've ever had so many inquiries, so many people sliding into my DMs asking about this book. Now, I don't know whether it was last week or the week before because school holiday life, they all just blur into one long day. Um, but I was sharing snippets of this book when I was away recently at Hosanna Farm Stay with the boys. And oh my gosh, just flooded, flooded with people saying, what is this book? So that book that I was sharing parts of is called The Love Secret. Now that's such a... Um, cheesy title, isn't it? The Love Secret. I'm not sure that it's a book I would go out of my way to pick up just based off the name alone, but it's a library book. I borrowed it from my local library and it was propped up on a stand in a section where the boys were looking at, of course, lizards. And so whilst they were looking through the lizard books, I picked it up. And so it's called The Love Secret, as I've said, and it's by Dr. Sue Johnson. And I just flipped through it and I was having trouble finding any books that I wanted to hire. I only ended up hiring two and this is one of them. And I thought, oh, well, I'll just grab that because we're going away tomorrow and it gives me something to flick through. And it is a great book. I think that I will hunt out a copy to buy for myself um, or perhaps even look at the audio version too. As I said, I've shared screenshots of this book, so you might already be writing it down. I'll read you the back. It says, the love secret will change the way you think about love, which again, that's probably why it's not a book I would pick up because I'd be like, "Mm -hmm, sure, but there is so much great information in here. 
It says, love is not the least bit illogical or random, but actually an ordered and wise recipe for survival. Drawing on groundbreaking research, the love secret reveals that romantic love is an attachment bond, just like the one between mother and child. Emotional interaction with your partner buffers you from stress and makes you stronger in the face of life's challenges. Touch and intimacy spurs the growth of mirror neurons, which help us to read and respond to our partners. And a good relationship is the best recipe for happiness and good health. So this book has a lot of information in it. As it says in the blurb there, it does focus on the attachment that we have with our partner and our attachment style, but it's not too deep. Like it's not an actual book, in my opinion, completely based upon attachment styles. So if that's not your bag, like if you're like, oh, not really keen to explore my attachment style, there's still a lot in here that's great. There are experiments that you can do with your partner as well, which could be nice for those of you in long-term relationships. I think one of the biggest takeaways for me from this book is just about how much slow erosion really does chip away at the foundation of a relationship. You know, you can think, oh, we've got a good relationship, we've got a strong relationship, but there are little ways in partnership, in relationship, that we erode that connection and it's not done with malice a lot of the time. Sometimes it is, but a lot of the time it's not. It's just little things that chip away and then all of a sudden you look up one day and you realise you're miles and miles apart from your partner. This book focuses a lot on communication, which I think is brilliant and I really, really like the way that this the way that Sue, the author, has explained toxic stonewalling and erosion and the importance of clear communication and the experiments and the examples in this book are really, really helpful to read through. There's also a section in the book that really hit me hard and I was like, that is so true. And I guess I'm experiencing it in real time because I have been in a long-term relationship that has ended in divorce and I've also been in a new relationship as an adult. And when I was reading it, I was like, that is so true. And what I'm talking about is there's a part in the book that speaks specifically about how when we are in a new relationship, we give those people that we're in the relationship with the benefit of the doubt with so much more ease because the connection is strong. There is a level of connection when you're first with someone, which, you know, I've spoken about limerence before. Of course, that level can't be sustained for a decade. It, it morphs and it changes into different things. But when you're first with someone and there's that connection and, you know, you're having great sex and you're looking into each other's eyes and you're so interested in the person, you automatically with less resistance give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to certain things whereas when you've been with someone for a long period of time and there has been the erosion which Sue speaks about in this book as well the erosion chipping away at one another and chipping away at the integrity of the relationship when you when you're in that dynamic 
and you're feeling disconnected because, you know, by definition, (laughs) disconnection means you're not feeling connected. You are so much quicker to anger and you are so quick to not give your partner the benefit of the doubt. You turn things that are neutral into negative. So I think the example in the book speaks about a couple that are in therapy and, you know, the one of the, I think it's the male, the partner looks up and notices a picture on the wall in the therapist's office. And so in a new relationship, you might look at that person and think, oh, he's just taking in his surroundings. But in a long-term relationship, because you've assigned all of this, you know, you're projecting so much onto this person and you've already decided that they don't get the benefit of the doubt. You take them looking around at the surroundings as disinterest and you are offended. So then you might either, you know, chip away at them more or you might engage in this toxic stonewalling, which is explained in the book. And stonewalling is one of those things that, you know, when you retreat and you block someone out and you lock someone away from accessing you and your emotions, it's really hard to get back from that place, I think. And when resentment creeps in, I've spoken about resentment so much in regards to relationship, but I think once one person or both people are feeling resentment, it's almost like the kiss of death. Like you've really got to work to overcome those feelings of resentment and you've got to work in my opinion as individuals and this is just my opinion I'm not qualified in this area at all but I think you've got to work as individuals and as partners to overcome those sorts of things so this book I really really like I find it to be very realistic and I just spoke about connection then but there's a section in the book as well about the rhythm of disconnection and reconnection. So I think what I like in that that section that I'm speaking about is in the chapter called Renewing Bonds. I like how realistic this book is. It's not a pie in the sky, like the honeymoon's going to last forever, but it's realistic in saying, hey, a long-term relationship does have its areas of disconnection and then you have the ability to reconnect as well. And I'm sure that Anyone who's listening who has young children is nodding along like, yeah, (laughs) Um, having kids, having small humans is really hard to stay connected. You know, I have spoken about this before that in the boy's life, in their first three years of life, their dad and I didn't have a single date together. So I completely... um, I completely understand that disconnection feeling and how hard it can be to remain connected. The book covers a lot. It talks about porn. It talks about the online environment. There's just so much in there, but it is a great read and it's one that I think anyone could access. Like you can just dive straight into that book. So that is The Love Secret by Dr. Sue Johnson. And I know that she's written other books. There's one called Hold Me Tight. And she references Hold Me Tight in this book as well. She talks about hold me tight conversations, about how to communicate in a way that feels safe. So I think that I will go ahead and listen or purchase her other book as well, because I like her style. Now, next book to share with you. 
is a book called Burnout. <laughs> um, and so when I listened to this audio version, I sent a screenshot of it to a couple of my closest girlfriends and said, I think you should listen to this. So Burnout is written by a set of twins, actually, Emily and Amelia Nagoski, and they narrate the book and they take turns as well. And I found them really easy to listen to. So the tagline to this book is The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And it's really all about minimizing everyday stress, but also accepting that that is life. Like every day does have a certain degree of stress in it. So it's not about absolving stress completely, but how to work with it. And they're really focused on closing the stress cycle. And so in the book, they explain what that means and how a lot of us, we're not doing that. We're not actually closing off that stress cycle. And so our body is, I guess, kind of humming with stress unless we learn how to zip that cycle up, finalize it and move on and just move on to the next day, really. So it's about handling emotions, managing and minimizing our stress, and living a more joy-filled life. So as I said, a lot of the focus is about completing the biological stress cycle. And one of the points that stuck out for me in this book was when they speak about how we have obviously the stress response response. We have the fight, the flight, or the freeze. And, you know, in nature, when you see animals moving through that stress response, they have to move that stress response out of their body. You know, they they shake it off, they run, they flee, they literally shake. And so this book explains how stress sits in our body and how we can um, round out that biological stress cycle response And a lot of it is about exercise and rest and the relationships in our life. In the book, they address human giver syndrome, they call it. And they talk about how as females, we are kind of automatically assigned to wearing the the role of being a giver. And so... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. They talk about that. They also address body image and what that means for us. And I just enjoyed this book. I felt that it was quite similar to another book that I've shared, which was one by Dr. Libby Weaver um, about rushing woman syndrome. And it's quite similar to that, Um, probably less of a focus on nutrition than the Dr. Libby book, but still a great read. And I think important for for everyone because, you know, 2020 was a wild year, 
but also I know a lot of our listeners are parents and parenting is stressful. Like, yes, it's great. It's one of the best things you'll ever do, all of those wonderful things, but it is non-stop stress at times because it just is. It's stress on your system. And so talking about ways that you can actually manage it and work with it, I think is really, really positive. Now, the next book that I want to speak about is by someone that I just love, (laughs) uh, Brene Brown. I've spoken about her before and I think it's because in my mind she has this really motherly vibe and I'm so drawn to the mother archetype and she just seems really, really warm and passionate. And when I find myself reading her words, I can hear her tone coming through the pages. So I do have a lot of her actual physical books, um, I think I've got all of them actually, but I also listened to this one in particular that I'm going to speak about now via audio because it just popped up on my iBooks and I was like, oh, there's a new Brene Brown one. A lot of the content is the same to other books that I've read of hers. And I guess that's just because the research is consistent. So Brene Brown is a researcher. She has focused a lot on vulnerability and shame. And this book is called Men, Women and Worthiness. I really enjoyed this book, particularly as a mum of boys. I found myself thinking, yes, like I must keep this stuff in mind as the kids get older because, you know, as a woman, and I'm one of three girls, and I wasn't the sort of girl that grew up with a lot of male friends. I had one really good male friend, um, mullet, but (laughs) I didn't, like I wasn't a guy's girl. And so being a mum of boys, I've really had to, I guess, acquaint myself with what that, what that's like. I don't know if that makes sense, but I've been keeping a lot of this book in mind because it speaks about shame and what is typically shaming for males and how that differs to what is shaming for women. And so the book does share really common themes to a lot of Brene's other books. And also there are crossovers with burnout as well with the body image side of things. And in this book, Men, Men, Women and Worthiness, Brene Brown talks about how it's just one of those names where you've got to say the full name, Brene Brown. (laughs) Um, She speaks about how for women, the things that we're shamed for are often not putting enough effort in for how, for in enough effort into how we look and also how we should stay small and we should stay quiet and we shouldn't be smart. And for men, they feel shame when they're failing at work or they're not being the strong, typical masculine man. And it's really interesting, her research and her findings on the difference between shame and guilt. And I think that that's a big one for us to know. And so this book speaks about, you know, how guilt is when we can acknowledge that we have done something that doesn't align with who we want to be as a person, whereas shame is when we take something we've done and we make it our identity and we brand ourselves as bad and we berate ourselves. And so I found this book really, really helpful for many reasons. And I think it's just a great listen or read. Now, next up, but kind of in a similar vein to talking about thinking 
about things that I want to share with the boys as they get older. But next I want to share with you three books that I would put in the coffee table kind of category, sort of books that you can just have on any shelf around the house next to your bed when you're having trouble sleeping that you don't have to read cover to cover. You can pick up, you can dip into and you might just find some inspiration or two minutes of peace and solitude. So the first two books that I want to share with you are by the same author and they are called Notes to My Future Daughter and Notes to My Future Son. And they are written by Katie Get or Jet and designed and illustrated by Kat Back. You can find them on Instagram by just searching Notes to My F- Notes, <laughs> a bit of a twang there, Notes to My Future Daughter or Notes to My Future Son. And now you do not need to have kids nor plan on having kids to enjoy these books. I just think that they're f- they're really thought provoking and beautiful. And so I took a little screenshot of some of my favorite ones to share with you here. So this one is from Notes to My Future Daughter. It says, never apologize for your body, embrace it, draw it, let it be drawn, capture it. Let it be adored by kind hands. Don't refuse a photo because of how you look, because all you lose is the memory. There will be times when you don't like your body, when it does things you don't want it to do, but don't stop loving it, appreciate its magic, go swimming, hold your body with pride. Life is far too short to live any other way. I think that's beautiful. Then one from the notes to my future son that I wanted to share with you is the gender privilege scales will tip in your favor for some time to come. This is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to help balance the scales. I will help you to understand the prejudice women continue to face so that you can challenge injustice with conviction and kindness through your everyday actions. Another one that I liked from the son's one. When you bear your wounds to another, you give them permission to show you theirs. Your survival becomes their fortitude and their fortitude becomes their survival story. And just to balance it out, <laughs> another one for from Notes to My Future Daughter. Please don't allow violence against you in words or actions Please don't let anyone challenge your confidence. Please be strong and walk away from someone that belittles you, who puts you down to build themselves up. Please don't listen to them. Please stand up for yourself. Please know that you have broad shoulders and a big heart. Please choose to protect yourself when I can't be there. Please feel my love whenever you are scared. Please know that I will always love you, accept you and believe you. So beautiful. And so I love those books. I think just because they're a great visual prompt to drop in, to drop into your femininity as a mum, and to drop into your nurturer as a woman. And when I say drop in as a mum, you don't have to be a mum to actually access your mum energy but just to slow down and drop into it and remind yourself of the important things. And so I love those two books. I think they're beautiful. 
jump over to the website and grab them. I think they're gorgeous. I first came across them in one of my favorite stores, Prey. I was like, oh, it's so nice. Now, the third kind of coffee table book that I wanted to mention will come as no surprise, I'm sure. And I say that just because I've spoken about this woman before and I've shared her work on Instagram and in my other book podcasts as well. And so the woman I am referring to is Rupi Kaur, Rupi Kaur, and her book is Homebody. So Rupi writes beautiful poetry with really gorgeous illustrations. And I just find that no matter what stage you're in in life, you can pick it up and flick through it and be like, oh yeah, I connect with that. And it can apply to so many different situations. And I often say the meaning is what you make it. And whilst Ruby shares her story and her struggles and everything she's been through, you can still take her words, you can still feel and understand her story, but you can also apply them to your own lens. And so one of my favorites from her in Homebody is this one. It says, there is a conversation happening inside you. Pay deep attention to what your inner world is saying. The next one that I love is called Balance and it says, I stopped resisting the unpleasant feelings and accepted that happiness has nothing to do with feeling good all the time. I just always really enjoy reading her work. So that is Homebody. Okay, next up, I'm going to share three books with you that are by the same author. I've shared one of his books before. But I'm always asked for recommendations on how to learn, how to understand, how to put into practice the concept of polarity and masculinity and femininity because it's something that I am so drawn to learning about and I have really, really found that understanding this concept, and I'm certainly no expert in it, but understanding the concept and trying to learn learn more about it and live with it has made a huge difference, a huge positive difference to my life. And I've spoken about polarity before. And whenever I do, I get people saying, what does it mean? Or people think that polarity means um, kind of more the surface level stuff. So I guess what I'm talking about is the masculine and the feminine. A lot of people will think that feminine is about perfume and a pretty dress and being girly and that masculine is about being able to fix things and throw you over the shoulder and being a big man and it's just so much more than that it's not even that like that's just so such a misconception like the true essence of feminine the true essence of masculine and understanding the dance between those two energies that exists within all of us But the polarity that is required to have some sort of magic chemistry in a relationship needs that duality. It needs someone who is more in their masculine and someone who is more in their feminine. And you can swap and change for sure. And it's not about the masculine energy having to be a man because two women can have the same dynamic where one is more masculine and one is more feminine and same thing um, with two males as well. So it's not about the heteronormative all the time. 
um, in fact, at all. But anyway, I'm going to butcher. <laughs> Don't let me explain it. Let this author explain it. So the author I'm speaking about is David Data. I have spoken about his book, The Way of the Superior Man before, because I think that that is essential reading for any human who wants to be in a relationship. In my opinion, some of the concepts in it might seem a bit out there or a bit, oh, I don't want to say anti-feminist, but some of them, if you just dipped into it and read it at the surface level, you could have that reaction. But if you really understand the concepts that David is explaining, it's not anti-feminist at all. And so The Way of the Superior Man is the book that David has written for men, but I think everyone should read it. And I think it's a great, a great way for women to actually understand the importance of men having freedom um, in their life. So I definitely recommend that one. And then the other, like the dual side of the way of the superior man is Dear Lover. Now I attempted to read Dear Lover about six years ago and I couldn't get into it. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not connecting with it. But now, and this is the thing that I love about books is, you know, they might not speak to you at a certain time in life, but then you can revisit them and you're like, yes, this has found me at just the right time. So Dear Lover is the female version, I guess, to the way of the superior man, but it's written from the perspective of an offering of love letters to you as a woman. And so you're reading it from a supposed lover energy, I guess. And it's really just about helping you to soften and open to the masculine essence, but also to connect to your own femininity as well. And I really like Dear Lover. As I said, it, it didn't speak to me a couple of years ago, but things change and I'm really, really enjoying it. And then the other book by David is Intimate Communion. Love it. 10 out of 10 recommend this book. Again, this is one that as I was listening to it, I was sending screenshots to my girlfriends like, you have to listen to this. So Intimate Communion really explains that polarity very, very well. Um, and just it talks about how the masculine and the feminine exists in all of us, but it also can exist in places and how to connect with that in your relationship. You know, it speaks about how the masculine energy is the structure and then the feminine is the energy. And I just so enjoyed that book. So that one is Intimate Communion. If you're interested in learning more about the masculine masculine and feminine and the way it shows up in our life and in sex and love, definitely check out David Data's work. Again, he won't appeal to everyone. I know that it can be quite polarizing to some, but I really, really enjoy it. So I wanted to make sure I included that here. Now, last but definitely not least, although I will say I've not completed this book in its entirety yet, but the reason I wanted to share it is that when I opened up a little sticker thing on Instagram and asked for autobiography suggestions, because I do really enjoy autobiographies, this book came through so many times. And it's not an autobiography per se, or at all really, but it is called 
Any Ordinary Day by Lee Sales. Now, I have to admit, at first, I was like, "Mm, doesn't sound like something I'm interested in. And even in the first chapter, I was still, I could feel in my body, I was a bit like, "Mm, I don't know if this is for me, because it has kind of, I feel a bit of a journalist, which makes sense because Lee is a journalist. Um, It has a journalist feel to it, but I am enjoying it. So let me tell you a little bit about this book. It was, as I said, suggested by a lot of people. So that's why I wanted to share it here because I feel like that's one of the bonuses of having a community. It's like, it might not be exactly hundred percent my cup of tea, but so many of you spoke about it. So this book, Any Ordinary Day, I just want to also say, if you have anxiety and you worry about bad things happening, this isn't a book for you, I don't think. Um, I could be wrong. I might get to the end of it and be like, oh, yes, this is a great book for people that worry. But I kind of liken it to watching the news in a way. Oh, I don't know if that sounds right. But for me, that's how it feels a little bit. It's definitely thought provoking and provides perspective. And I 100% will finish this book. So I am enjoying it. Don't get me wrong at all. But it really is about, as I said, perspective and also exploring fate, destiny, faith, as well as religion a little bit, and moral rights and obligations as well. Um, And it's about different tragedies, different events that have happened throughout history here in Australia. And so Lee is a journalist. Some of these things she reported on and some of these things she didn't report on, but she just obviously being a journalist, um, runs in the same circles and as a resident of Australia, you can't forget these things. So she speaks about things like the Port Arthur massacre, the Lint Cafe siege. She doesn't get too bogged down in the nitty gritty details. So I don't, I don't really find it traumatizing or anything like that because it's not the specifics. It's more of a broad overview of certain elements of these tragedies and exploring what the odds are of those happening, how unlikely it could be, how these things can just happen on any ordinary day, hence the title. And she also speaks to people that are central to these tragedies, these events, these devastating occurrences, and speaks about how to move on or how to make space how to make peace, how to live with and accept these things happening to you because, you know, I guess a lot of her line of thinking is that you could get bogged down in the odds and just the sheer terror that this could happen on any ordinary day, but how to actually accept that it has happened and what's been helpful. But I don't find that it gets too into the nitty gritty of that as well, if that makes sense. So what am I trying to say here? It's definitely interesting, thought provoking, an interesting perspective. I don't think it's a book for everyone, but I do think that we can all take things from it. (laughs) How's that for being confusing? It's not for everyone, but everyone can take something from it. What I mean by that is anyone who reads it will definitely take things from it because how can you not? 
but it might be upsetting for some others as well. And so that is any ordinary day. And I wanted to share that because just so many of you mentioned that you found it really, really, I don't know if enjoyable is the word, but found it to be a great read. So that one was a little bit of a share from the community. So I hope that I've been able to offer you some potential new reads for you this year. Perhaps jot them down, make a note in your phone. I hope that I've been able to cover a bit of a a broad section, although I feel like it's kind of relationship heavy, some of these ones. But anyway, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. It would mean the world to me. If you take a screenshot and pop it up on your stories and tag me at Kylie Camp so I can share it over on my stories as well, don't forget to check out the Nutra Organics range and to use my code Kylie, all in capitals. They have a range of great products. They've got a lot of collagen products. They've got flavored collagen, collagen beauty, collagen build is the one that I spoke about. They also have protein powders, superfood powders. They've got a stack over on their website and 15% off is a great saving. So that code again is Kylie, all in capitals. I hope you have a great day and a really, really great week. And I look forward to speaking with you over on Instagram. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.